as I was reflecting on the readings for this week, I started thinking, especially reading that first reading from Job, that sometimes it seems like we just have bad days where like nothing can go right. And sometimes a bad day could turn into a bad week, a bad week could kind of make a bad month, and a bad month, you get enough of them and we got a rough year. But I know in my life, um, there's one time, there's one in particular little couple of days that really sticks out where it just felt like things were piling on more and more and more. I was at LSU, um, and uh, I was playing a flag football game with a bunch of, with the Catholic Center, and I hurt my knee. I twisted it the wrong way. I probably should have been on crutches afterwards, but I don't like crutches. So I, would lim- I was limping around campus and this and that. I remember waking up the next morning, my knee's swollen, it hurts. I'm trying to rush to get out of bed to get to the bus, to make the bus then to get to campus, that way I wouldn't have to walk. Coming down the steps, about halfway down the steps, it had rained the night before, I slipped and went down about six steps on my back. I was at the bottom of the steps, my bag was kind of falling off to the side, I got a swollen knee, and I was feeling pretty bad about my life at that point. I get up, start walking out, just in time to see the, the little bus that leaves from our apartment complex pull out. So now I got a busted knee, a hurt back, and now I got to walk the half a mile to, to class for a class that I'm going to be late for and that I'm probably going to fail the exam that we had, which I did. It was a rough day. <laughs> felt like it was just piling on, right? A lot of times, I think in our lives, when we hit that, when we hit that moment of just it's the max, of the, like the max amount of bad things that can happen, we start getting into that moment of feeling a little puff bet, a little sad, kind of, kind of having a pity party, poor me's, and whatnot. This morning, our first reading, Joel, uh, Job, from the book of Job, Job says in the very first line, is not man's life on earth a drudgery? Like, is not man's life on earth just a drain, just a drag? Just this rough kind of enslavement kind of feeling, and then it's over. It's really, and like of all people, Job has the right to speak on this. Like during, his, during the book of Job, if we read it, the very beginning, they start off with a dialogue between God and the devil. The devil saying, I can tempt any one of your followers away from you. And God says, you can, you're not going to be able to get Job away from me. I promise. And the devil says, I bet I can. So it's just like kind of wager in heaven. Go for it, but you can't harm him. Okay. So over the course of the book, we read that Job loses his crops. He loses all of his animals. He loses his his land, his children, his spouse. He loses everything and becomes completely destitute. And in in the midst of all of it, his faith, while shaken, does not break. I think for us, in our, in our lives, when we hit those moments of, man, we're just having a bad day, 
Are we just having a bad week? Are we just having a bad semester or a month or a year? Whatever it is. That we can look to Job. It's a little bit of an example for us. Is our faith going to shake but not break? If we look at our gospel today, we see Jesus wanting to come right into the middle of suffering. From last week to this week, we have this time of Jesus being in Capernaum. And he comes across a lot of people who are sick, who need, who need some kind of physical healing. And also people that are just being, uh, being wrecked by, by demons. That they need a spiritual healing as well. The thing is, is that Jesus brings all of them comfort. He brings all of them peace. In fact, the place that this gospel, this week and last week's gospel takes place in, is called Capernaum. If translated, it means city of comfort. Like Jesus brings comfort to these people. But he's not only concerned with spiritual realities, like casting demons out of people, but he, as he did last week. But this week we also read that he's, he's fascinated and compelled to heal us even in physical, earthly ailments. By coming to Simon Peter's mother-in-law and, and, and healing her of a fever. In our lives, do we approach our Lord as just one that is kind of out there, that wants to take care of my spirit and that's it? Or do we let him into everything? Do we let him into the physical ailments we have? The struggles that we have? The fears that we have? The anxieties that we have? Like we, do we, are we willing and, and trust him enough to even let him into our worry? The beautiful thing about our faith as opposed to other faiths around the world, other religions, is that in a lot of the other faiths, we have, you see, they have a God, and usually that God has created the world in some way. That's their belief. But after that, most of the time, they step back. Like the God is just kind of there and doesn't have any kind of interest in their life today. One of the beautiful things about Christianity is that not only do we have a God who has created all things and made all things and continues to uphold everything in being, but we also have a God that loves us enough to step down and come to understand us. Come to under, he comes to understand our human condition so that there is not a worry there is not a fear, there is not a struggle that he does not understand. That he hasn't walked through himself. In a few weeks in our parish, um, we'll start praying throughout Lent. On Fridays, we'll be praying the, the way of the cross. Beautiful prayer of the church, handed down now for generations and generations. But in a way, we can look to the way of the cross as a place to see that God, that Jesus, understands what we're going through. We may not have been falsely condemned in Pilate's courts, but I guarantee you, at some point in your life, you were probably falsely condemned in another way. We may not have been embarrassed by being stripped naked and nailed to a cross, but in some way in your life, 
You've been embarrassed before. And, and, and maybe in a really rough way, in a bad way, in a way that still stings. Like Jesus understands what it is to carry a burden that seems to be too big. He carried the cross. He understands what, it's, what, it, what it looks like to fall on your face in front of people over and over and over again. Our Lord, our God, sent His Son to us so that He could understand us evermore, so that He could love us evermore, and really so that He could redeem us. What places in your heart today do you need Jesus to speak His healing word? Like, take the time. Take a, take a few seconds and just really reflect. What places in my heart, what dark little corners, what secrets I hold, what anxieties I have, what struggles I'm constantly dealing with, where is it that you need our Lord to touch today? Just as He touched Simon Peter's mother-in-law and raised her up, He wants to do that same thing for us. The beautiful part is, is that in the celebration of this Mass, He comes to us. Like in the flesh. The same way He walked through the door of Simon Peter's mother-in-law's home and touched her. He comes down the steps of the sanctuary. And in the words, this is my body, is given to you. And he touches you. Where is it that you need his light to touch? Where is it that you need his healing strength to touch in your life? To cast out worry. To cast out pain. To cast out fear. It's beautiful that we have a God that loves us so much that He invests in us. A bad day can turn into a bad week, can turn into a bad month, and can ultimately turn into a bad year. But today, if we open ourselves up to the Lord, if when we receive the Eucharist, it's not just kind of going through the motions, but we allow him, His grace to penetrate the, the dark spots in our hearts, then we'll understand what it means for a good God to bring about a good day, which can turn into a good week, a good month, a good year. We have a God that loves us. We have a God that is good to us. May we be open to receive that good grace.